Hey guys, my name is Apurva Shukla. Today, I am going to talk about derivatives from the financial as well as the economic perspective. Derivatives are financial instruments whose payoff depends upon the value of another financial variable called underlying. The price of the derivatives is determined by the fluctuations in the underlying assets. The common underlying assets include the price of stocks, price of bonds, commodities, market indexes, and exchange rate and so on. As is the case with bonds, derivatives are not related to physical assets or business opportunities. It itself is a contract between two or more parties and set a rule by which one of the parties will receive a payment from the other depending on the value of some financial variables. For instance, derivatives exist with payments based on the level of the S&P 500, the temperature at Kennedy Airport, or the number of bankruptcies among a group of selected companies. Derivatives have been traded for centuries with early examples including tulip bulb options in Holland and rice futures in Japan during the 17th century. But futures markets were relatively small until the 1970s when developments in pricing methodologies spurred spectacular growth. Originally, derivatives were used to ensure balanced exchange rates for goods traded internationally. With differing values of national currencies, international traders needed a system of accounting for these differences. The primary economic function of most derivatives markets, especially the simple derivatives, is the hedging function, also known as the risk shifting or risk transference function. Certain kinds of derivatives can be used for hedging or ensuing against the risk on an asset. Derivatives enable market participants to hedge themselves, that is, indemnify themselves from adverse price movements in the underlying in which they face a price risk. The ability to hedge enables them to transfer unwanted risk to others who are willing to bear that risk. Derivatives allow individuals and companies to hedge risks. This means that they make it more likely that risks are borne by those best able to bear them. This makes it possible for individuals and companies to take on more risky projects with higher promised returns and hence create more wealth by hedging those risks that can be hedged. Surveys suggest that 64% of US companies use derivatives. Non-financial firms are most likely to do so to hedge interest rate and currency risks. This leads to a more productive economy and to greater economic welfare. The derivatives risks of banks and investment banks are generally well understood and managed but the derivatives risks taken by insurance companies, hedge funds and the government sponsored agencies are not equally well understood. Derivatives also may lead to less transparency and reliability in accounting statements. There may be scope for substantial management discretion, for example as to how to account for derivatives. Accounting statements may be of little help in detailing how derivatives are used and in assessing the overall risk of the portfolio without an adequate accompanying explanation of the use of derivatives. In short, it is concluded that derivatives should be treated in the same way as airplanes. We do not fear flying because there is a risk of a crash, but rather we regulate the airline industry to make planes as safe as it makes economic sense for them to be. 
while derivatives have been blamed sometimes wrongly for large losses from uh, bearings to enron the benefits are widely dispersed and may not make for good headlines on balance the benefits outweigh the threats thank you